Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. Today I want to talk about the second to the last book in the Old Testament, Zechariah. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, thanks for the day. Thanks for the Word of God. Thanks for the truth you provide each of us. And Lord, certainly bless our listeners today. Oh, God, lead them. Oh, God, open doors up for them. May they see you. May they respond. And Lord, may their lives be different because you are in the center of their lives. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Well, Zechariah is the longest of the books of the minor prophets, and it's one of the most frequently quoted from the book of Revelation. It's the second most quoted other than Ezekiel, in fact. Zechariah was a common name for the day. There was 30 other Zacharias mentioned in the Old Testament. The first eight chapters of this book were written in 520 B.C., but it's thought that the last chapters were written closer to 480 B.C., which is a 40-year span. I guess he took a few years uh, <laughs> few years break from writing. Some actually think the writer or writers of the last part of Zechariah may have been different from Zechariah, but with his influence. There are some things we will never know, but we know that it was inspired by God like the entire Bible. Just like in many of the prophets of the Old Testament books, God calls his people to repent. That's certainly been one of the themes from the mo- most of the other 10 minor prophets. God gives Zechariah some great truths. So what does he say? He tells them to return to me and I will return to you. Kind of like honor God and he will honor you. He gives the people a chance to return to him. Though they made poor decisions, though they procrastinated on doing the Lord's work, though they talked like big spiritual people, they lived a bit differently. But our God who loves us and loves them so much gave them a chance to return to him. Folks, that's exactly what our God does to us. You might say, Pastor, I was a Christian. I believed in the Lord growing up, but I have wandered away. He gives you a chance to turn. He gives you a chance to straighten things out. He wants you to return. He wants you to return to him and to honor him and to love him and to serve him. Zechariah chapter 1, verse 1 through 6 says this, In the eighth month of the second year of Darius, the word of the Lord came to the prophet Zechariah, son of Berechiah, the son of Iddo. The Lord was very angry with your ancestors. Therefore, tell the people, this is what the Lord Almighty says. Return to me, declares the Lord Almighty, and I will return to you, says the Lord Almighty. Do not be like your ancestors to whom the earlier prophets proclaimed. This is what the Lord Almighty says. Turn from your evil ways and your evil practices. But they would not listen or pay attention to me, declares the Lord. Where are your ancestors now? And the prophets, do they live forever? But did not my words and my decrees, which I commanded my servants of prophets, overtake your ancestors? Then they repented and said, The Lord Almighty has done to us what our ways and practices deserve, just as he has determined to do. Turn from your evil ways. He told the people, Turn from their evil ways. He tells us to turn from our evil ways. The New Testament hammers on turning 
from our evil ways, ways that are not of God. And you might say, well, I'm not living evil. Well, if you're living against God, then you're living evil. You know, they, they ignored the call. And, and, when, and disobedience comes with consequences, just like in your family. Disobedience comes with consequences. If I did something wrong growing up, I'd have to pay the consequences. That hasn't changed over the generations. God will always do what he says he will do. And to experience God's blessings, we must repent. What does repent mean? It means turn away. Do it no longer. Get on the right track. Start paying close attention to the decisions you're making. So many parents continue to make poor decisions and that their children see and their children make the same decisions. Some parents, they justify their sins to their children, and their children learn to justify their sins. In this world today, holiness has been tossed out the window, and now we call living it living by our own free will. And God doesn't care what we do. That is what's taught. That's what many people believe. Rest assured, God cares what you do, and he knows what you do. He knows what you claim. He knows what your life is about. You're not hiding from him. You can hide from others. Certainly, you can show me different things if, if I'm your friend and you can come across as the greatest Christian in the world, but behind closed doors, you, may, you have a mess of your life. Life is a mist. Here today, gone tomorrow. It's amazing how fast our lives are moving. And we have to take a, a step back and say, what am I doing with my life? What is the purpose of my life? Am I fulfilling the purpose that God has for me? Or am I just existing? And I'm telling you, folks, I believe that. My life has gone by so fast these bunch of years. I'm just absolutely amazed how fast it's gone by. It seemed like I just moved to Boise, and now it's been 35 years ago. I would have never guessed it. It's just gone so fast. Pretty soon, I'm going to be just singing with the angels in heaven and seeing my Lord and my God and enjoying the bounties of heaven. We don't know the day or the hour, but we know someday if we live for him, this world's going to pass away and we're going to live in the most beautiful, incredible place serving our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I, I believe we ought to take a hard look at where our lives are going, what we're doing. The truth, truth must continue to spread. Paul says in Colossians chapter 1, verse 6, In the same way the gospel is bearing fruit and growing throughout the whole world, just as it has been doing among you since the day you heard it and truly understood God's grace. The gospel of Christ continues to grow in this world, due to obedient Christians who are living out their life for Jesus Christ and taking the words of Jesus seriously, as he said to the disciples and all of us today, go into all the world, preach the word of God, baptize people in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Some people put off baptism and think it's not important. It's very important aspect of your life and of your Christianity, as we're doing as Jesus asked us to do. We're honoring Jesus' desire for us to make a statement in our lives to others. We come out of the water anew in Jesus Christ, and now refreshing, and how refreshing it is to follow God's direction for us. Remember in Acts, he says, repent. 
and be baptized, every one of you, and you will receive the Holy Spirit. Repent and be baptized, every one of you. You know what? If we would do this, we would see the power of God unfold in such a way we would see revival. I believe it. But some people are too proud. Well, I don't want people to think, you know, I baptized a 74-year-old woman and a 71-year-old man. The 71-year-old man is now not doing well. He's 90, uh, right close to 90. But yet he came out of a the Catholic background, and he was sprinkled, but he wanted to be water baptized because he had made a decision to serve God, and his life has been amazing ever since then. He gave the last 18, 19 years to the cause of Christ. I watched him grow immensely in the things of God. You know what? I think it's important that we realize the importance of following what God lays out. You know, God lays out a plan for each of us, And he wants us to follow it. But folks, it starts with believing. It starts with receiving the power of God in our lives and recognizing he forgives us. Some people tell me, well, Pastor, I I have been so bad in my life. You just don't know how bad I've been. You know what? I don't want to know how bad you've been, but I know God forgives. God forgives the sinners. God forgives the criminals. Remember the thief on the cross. You know, he didn't go through a Bible study training course. He was on the cross of Jesus, and the two criminals were talking with each other, and the one said, why would you, this man was innocent, why should he, you know, go through this, and, and he says, and then he looks at Jesus, says, Jesus, remember me. Here's the man who lived a life of crime, and Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise, because he believed that moment, he believed and he died shortly after. And can you imagine, all of a sudden, was in paradise, seeing the bounties of heaven because he believed. Don't put off and say, I've just done too much. I can't be forgiven. Yes, you can. He wants to forgive you. He wants to change your life. Will you let him Maybe you've claimed to be a Christian for years, but you just have not followed through with your commitment to Jesus. Folks, you can. You say, Jesus, help me today. Forgive me today of my past. Help me to walk with you, to walk in sincerity with you. Lord, I want to follow you all the way. I want to go through those steps and follow you all the way. People of God, your life will be different, I promise you. And you will be heaven bound. And you know when Christ comes again, You'll see him coming in glory. You will think, praise God, I'm going to be in heaven with him because I believed. I didn't believe the world. I didn't believe false doctrines. I believe that Jesus Christ came for me and I believed in him and I walked with him. You say, well, pastor, I'm not perfect. Folks, none of us are perfect, but we're forgiven and we do the best we can to serve him with all our might. I want us to be holy people. I hope we're all holy people living above reproach. And when you know something's wrong, then you don't do it. You know, and when you, if you do something and you slip, you get knocked down. As I've told you many times, as my dad told me many times, son, get back up again. Keep traveling the path. Folks, we want to travel the path. Jesus. Lord bless you. Have a great day. 
Life Point is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.